2: Welcome to Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. Tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan. Second Half Now, sponsored by Dignity Memorial. It's time for Second Half Now, but doctors are in. Here are your hosts, Dr. Dan and Dr. Denise.
3: Welcome to part two of our show. We are working on the title of the show called Smart Real Estate for the 50-plus Stage of Life. We're uh, in the middle of a conversation, and you're picking up part two. If you haven't heard part one, you want to go to the website, secondhalfnow.com, and hear the first part. Uh, But right here, uh, we're going to continue with this theme, Smart Real Estate for the 50-plus Stage of Life. I'm your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, along with our co-host, Dr. Denise Lopez-Hogan. So this portion is coming to you as a podcast. Uh, You can get that 24-7 on the website. Uh, In fact, that's the only place you can get it, and it'll be there for a long time. You can listen to it multiple times. We are pleased to have in studio with us our guest, Jeff Edmondson with 24-7 Properties. And Jeff's company does all kinds of uh, residential real estate transactions, as well as property management services. So welcome again, Jeff. We're glad to have you as a guest in the studio today talking about the topic, smart real estate for the 50 plus stage of life. So let's get back to our conversation. Dr. Denise, can you help us get back on track?
0: I will. We've been talking uh, with Jeff here about how his property management services help uh, couples that maybe are living overseas. Um, and their company can take care of all the details so that the folks can do what they're doing in other places hassle-free knowing that Jeff's company has got things under control. And I'm thinking about what what a wonderful option that is for somebody who, for whatever reason, has been taken away from their location and life can still go on. So that's, that's an excellent option. Um, But as I'm thinking things through, I'm imagining that it can get pretty overwhelming for people, and especially as we get older, and there's so many more factors that figure into the choices we make. um, What exactly to do with our real estate, with our house, um, can make people just Avoid the topic altogether. So, Jeff, why don't you help us out today? Help us with some options. Help us with some resources. How can we look at our real estate in creative ways?
4: Yeah. So, I, I think as as people get older, uh, sometimes they get a little bit stuck and overwhelmed, maybe about what all the options are out there. Um, one thing that I really like to do with clients is sit down and just talk with them about what are their goals. What are they trying to accomplish? Uh, in life and then how does that real estate piece fit into that you know somebody could be having uh, a situation where they need to have a family member come live at that house with them and you know, what does that look like uh, maybe all the family members have moved to a different part of the state and maybe they do want to follow them and so they need to sell their property uh, let's say in the Portland area and move you know to where the family has moved to or you know maybe they want to move to a different property that's maybe a little smaller but they really would like to have some an income stream of something, and so they want to hold on to that property, and they would use maybe a property management company to take care of that. So there's just a, a lot of options out there, and what I really like to do is actually sit down with a client and talk with them personally, one-on-one, discuss you know what are they trying to accomplish in their life or what's going on with their family, what's going on with their job, what's going on with their retirement, uh, so that we can kind of fit that real estate piece into what their plans and goals are
0: so you're available as a resource to people who maybe aren't even ready to take action yet but they could come to you and talk things through
4: exactly it happens all the time Uh, I'll get phone calls from people, and they just kind of want to explain their situation and kind of ask, you know, what should I do about this? And even though I'm a real estate agent and I make money by buying and selling houses, it might, I mean, the best answer might be, you know what, it makes more sense for you to just hold on to that house and keep living there for whatever the circumstances are. Or maybe it makes sense to put some money and do some remodeling and create the kitchen that you really want versus selling the house and go buying another one. Um, and so maybe it doesn't turn into business for me, but it helps that person get through whatever they're in and gets them really that home that we are talking about a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, that they really desire to, to live in. So mm-hmm. I, I'm more than happy to anytime just to talk with somebody on the phone or I meet with them one-on-one and kind of talk through that.
0: You know, that's fantastic. What it, it sounds like, Dan, is what, what Jeff is telling us here, I think is a little different Than what people tend to think when they're thinking about talking to a property manager or a real estate agent. I think they're looking through the lens of, oh, here's somebody who, when I'm ready to sell my property, that's when I can talk to him. But, Jeff, you're presenting yourself um, almost like a a real estate advisor.
4: yeah, Or a consultant, almost. Right, Uh, right. And just because of kind of my diverse background a little bit with real estate, Mm -hmm. I can... I feel like I can talk pretty intelligently about all the aspects of it and really help people kind of think through what their options are. Um, and I, I enjoy doing that.
0: I think that's yeah. a fantastic resource to reduce that anxiety that you're talking about, to help people get into a place where they really can Consider those options. I know in my field, we talk about anxiety when it's high. That's not when we do our best thinking. So if there's somebody who's willing actually to sit with us and help us explore all of those issues, bring the anxiety down, then it sounds like you can lay in front of them different kinds Mm -hmm. of options based on their circumstances. You know what
3: I hear in that is that my parents went through this uh, a couple of times with houses that they had. They had to relocate and downsize and everything else. It wasn't very far, uh, but they had to go through that. I guess uh, it seems to me, Jeff, that it would be good for a person, particularly in this 50-plus, because as you say, as we age, we have more factors to consider, and it's easy to get kind of lost in all the fog and confused and kind of not really knowing it seems. Would you agree that it, it might be a good idea to call you before a decision is made? Because, it, I mean, obviously they can pick them with the phone. We decided to sell the house, uh, Jeff, so we need to have you come over hmm. with a contract. But maybe even before they make that decision, it would be good to talk with you and uh, put it out there because you probably have some insights and some factors to consider that they weren't thinking about. W- would you say that that's correct? Uh, oh, I think it makes a ton of sense. Uh,
4: and I would... I mean, highly recommend, yeah, doing that. I mean, I've sat down with people and you know, told them it doesn't make sense to sell their house. Right. <laughs> now, you don't want yeah. to sell your house right now, based on what you've just told me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is probably what you should do, mm-hmm. right? and they're like, "Oh, we didn't even think about that." Right. Uh, and it, I think we through a conversation we can just open up all the options, and there might be a better option than what they came came to on their own. Right. You know? And in
3: case we don't get back to it, because we were talking about the property management side of your business. Um, and the question came up in the studio here, well, is it expensive to have your, uh, your company manage a property? I mean, whether we're, you know, in Phoenix or in China or, you know, or living down the street, but we just mm-hmm. want to create an income stream for ourselves. Tell us something about how that works when you contract with an owner uh, to, for you to manage their their property
4: yeah so really what we do is we there's two basic charges one is a a marketing and tenant placement fee and we charge half of one month's rent to uh, market the property get the property ready market the property um screen applicants um do the lease paperwork move them in and do a property inspection so So, okay and i I appreciate Mm -hmm.
3: that because that's uh... seems to me to be a modest fee so in real numbers then if the rent, just for round figures, ends up being 1000 a month, then your fee that the owner would pay is $500. Exactly. Okay? And what's the other side? So the other
4: piece of it then would be a monthly management fee, which mm-hmm. we charge 8% of the monthly rent. And that is to deal with phone calls from the tenants, deal with any issues. They pay their, uh, their rent late. We will um, file notices to make sure that we're getting that rent collected. And at the end of the month, you get a statement along with your rent uh, rent money
3: minus the 8% fee. Right. Again, in real numbers, then, if it's 1000 a month for the rent, your company is receiving $80 a month. Correct. And to me, that sounds like an incredible bargain because I've got, uh, you know, n- no worry. I've got peace of mind. I don't have to come and fix the roof. I don't, I mean, you know, obviously, if those major expenses come up. But they're not going to call me in the middle of the night if something goes wrong and you're managing everything and i just get the difference between the rent and uh, and your little fee exactly i wow. like that yeah. i like that a lot yeah you were mentioning i was
4: going to say that we actually have have uh, clients that we actually manage the house they own two houses one in the next door, next door house we manage the house next door so i mean it's they don't have to be far away in china they could be yeah. next door neighbors um
3: so got, they own two houses right next to each other. They actually own three. Oh, they live okay. in one they, and we they, manage the other two. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Well, and that just shows how um, how versatile and how creative this whole thing can be because we don't have to say, well, gosh, you know, here we're we're going to move to New York or wherever else So we need to but it could be no. We just don't want to put up with that hassle mm-hmm. and we can create a long-term passive income stream just by having a piece of property and having the uh, the rent Come in, out. Uh, assuming now, if it's not free and clear, then the owner is still paying the mortgage. Yeah, or right? we'll pay the mortgage, or you pay that. Yeah, okay, so
4: we could set it up where we actually make the mortgage payment for for them on their behalf and from
3: the rent collected. Yeah. So yeah. let's
4: say it's a thousand dollars rent. Let's say the mortgage is five hundred dollars. Right. So uh, they give us information. We would pay the mortgage company the five hundred dollars. We would take the eighty, and then they would get the four twenty. Four twenty. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Cash in the bank.
0: Yeah.
3: There you go. Wow. I like that.
0: All right, Jeff. Well, so I want to give you a chance to be in that advisor role here a little bit more. Let's switch over to the real estate side. I imagine that one of the questions that our audience might have right now, 2015, it's been some time now. Where are we in in our real estate economy? Is this a time for people to start looking at real estate again as a potential income stream?
4: Oh yeah, I think it makes a ton of sense. Um, I mean, right now, uh, I, I think the market is, is in really good shape and continues to improve in terms of the values of property. Because a lot of people look at it as the value of property and and where where is that headed? And you know, I think we've seen over the last several years, it's been you know in the ten percent range uh, appreciation the last several years. Um, currently in the market inventory levels are very low so buyers are having a hard time Mm. finding houses that they want so it's a great time for sellers uh to put their house on the market um because buyers cannot find houses that they want to buy that fit their criteria and so we really need more inventory in portland um on the buyer's side interest rates are extremely low and just have you know recently kind of taken another dip and so it's a fantastic time to buy uh even if you're going to buy it as an investment property let's say your down payment is going to be a little bit higher and your interest rate will be a little bit higher but we're talking like four and a half or five percent so we're not talking crazy numbers Uh, and a lot of times you can go buy a property and it will cash flow even if you have a mortgage on it um, which is what I always like to do is look at a piece of property and let's do a pro forma on it and figure out what are the numbers all look like to make sure that if I buy this and I use a property management company, then it's really a good cash return for the investment.
0: My ears got peaked on that. Was that yeah. pro forma? Yeah. You do a pro forma on it.
4: And that's a fancy way of saying we put all the expenses and income all together on a piece of paper and see if you make money on it. There you yeah. go.
3: <laughs> So let me ask this. Along that line then, is let's say we have a, a person uh, or a couple that says, you know, we've been living in this place for 40 years. We have some pretty good equity, but we don't have a lot of cash mm. for a down payment for an investment property. Right. Is there a way to use the equity, to leverage that equity into... Uh, the purchase of, of an income-producing property. Uh, or, you know, it could be a house, but it also could be a duplex, a triplex, could be apartment complex. I mean, you can go very creative with those things. But back to the question, can you use your equity um, to, to leverage that into purchasing income-producing properties? Sure. Okay. Yeah, the most, the most common way without, you know, sitting down with
4: a mortgage person, but the most common way probably would be to take out a, a second mortgage or typically they call it a HELOC, a home mm-hmm. equity line of credit, out of your current, your primary residence to buy, to use that as your down payment for the investment property. And do those numbers
3: work percentage wise? So you're getting enough income to offset the cost of your HELOC and those kinds of things. I mean, I get lost in numbers. I'm not a math whiz. I don't know much about real estate, but these are things that I think that are probably need to be uh, addressed and, and someone could pick up the phone and call you and work it out at, you know, give you their information and ask you questions, and then you can find out what's going to be best for them.
4: Yeah, it's it would be a combination of me and a mortgage person right? Uh, okay. kind of talking through that because interest rate factors into it. I mean, the, there's a lot of factors, but basically what right. we would do is we'd take all those factors into account, discuss it, put it on a piece of paper and say, you know, if you did borrow this against your current residence, bought this property at this amount, had a first mortgage on that at this amount, mm-hmm. what all those numbers look like. And does the rent we could get for it cover that all with with profit left over? Right.
3: Okay. And uh, I'm assuming then that the investment property can also grow in equity too. Exactly. So then you can kind of build from there or just be content with that income stream. Yep. I
4: work with a lot of investors that have bought a lot of properties over the last four or five years yeah. just because of the way the market was and have seen, well, just 10%. It's been, I said, roughly ten percent a year in terms of appreciation. So you go ahead and add on the, that extra ten percent on top of whatever the the return profit they were getting each month.
3: Um, so this actual equity on paper. Oh, exactly. So if they have yes. a two hundred thousand dollar house, ten uh, percent in a year, now it's two twenty, and they're still making their. Their original mortgage payment, but now they've added twenty thousand just by appreciation to the value of that home.
4: Exactly. Okay. And yeah, not counting the fact that maybe they, it was three hundred dollars a month cash flow positive. Right. So they had the three hundred dollars a month,
3: and then it's also appreciating. Right. So okay. There are a lot of um, different things that a person could do when even venturing into this. I mean, in terms of. Uh, how to select the right kind of properties in terms of, you know, like a a home or a condo or a a, a duplex or whatever else. Mm -hmm. And um, you can guide a person in that regard as well, right? I mean, it it also has to do with the location, the neighborhood, uh, the age of the house, the condition of the house, all those kinds of things, right? And so I guess what I'm asking is, I'm assuming that you're able to pick up the phone and answer those kinds of questions and meet that with that one-on-one experience you were talking about and just put it all out there and uh, help them help them come to a decision that's right for them.
4: Yeah I actually had a
3: conversation yesterday with a
4: client uh, and they wanted to buy a house. She said, hey we have our eye on this house and we just kind of talked through everything at the end of our conversation. She had a lot more information and she's she said okay I'm going to go back and do my homework on a few more things and and see if really this house makes sense so yeah we'll talk about the house specifically get the address and, and talk
3: specifics to see if it really makes sense that's okay. what they're trying to do that's what I value about uh, a tried and trusted professional like yourself Jeff because I've known you for a while uh, you have excellent credentials people that I know who know you speak well of you and that's always good that that secondhand uh, affirmation And uh, so that's why you're so valuable on this show and with our listening audience. So I'm gonna go back to our who said that, and uh, we're getting close here, so we're gonna reveal the name, but not quite yet. Uh, Here's the quote again. Speaking of houses and homes and so forth, the quote is this, who said that? There is nothing more important than a good, safe, secure home. Clue number one, the person who said this, is the wife of a prominent American political figure who is now retired. Most 50-plus people know her name quite well, but not by her real first name, which is Eleanor. Clue number two. She was actively involved in important causes at the various levels of her husband's career, and these causes included women's issues, mental health, aging, and disabilities. Clue number three, and the answer coming up and more about smart real estate in the 50 plus stage of life. Don't go away.
1: Life is a journey and it really helps to have a roadmap, especially during your golden years of life. There are at least 80 senior living communities and 1100 adult care homes in just the greater Portland, Vancouver metro area at no cost to you or your family. You can plan now for the right fit for yourself or loved ones. Golden Placement Services is the roadmap to your new home. In four simple steps, assessment, research, touring, and follow-up, the Golden Girls will help you prepare for the next part of your journey.
2: We found Golden Placement Services to be very helpful to us in locating a care facility for our father. They asked good questions to ascertain what kind of facility we were looking for. We were taken to a few homes that fit the criteria we were seeking, and we're very happy with the care our dad's receiving from the facility found for us by Golden Placements.
1: Visit our website at goldenplacements.com to learn more. That's goldenplacements.com, or call one of the Golden Girls at 503-503. 723-7145 today. That's 503-723-7145 and schedule your non-obligation appointment today.
5: Have you ever had to go through the painful process of helping to plan a funeral for someone you love? It's one of the most emotional things you'll ever have to do. But imagine how much grief would be spared if people planned for themselves. Though it may sound difficult or uncomfortable to even think about it, the experts at Dignity Memorial Funeral Homes and Cemeteries can help with a free personal planning guide that takes you through the process of planning. It also gives you helpful worksheets to ease the process. And of course, Dignity Memorial Funeral homes and cemeteries will even help you complete your plan. There are a lot of reasons to plan ahead that I can think of. For one thing, you can make sure your final wishes are respected. You'll be sparing loved ones the added grief of planning for you. And if you choose to fund your plan early, you can even lock in current pricing, avoiding increases due to inflation. There are a lot of very good reasons to pre-plan your own funeral arrangements with Dignity Memorial Funeral Homes and Cemeteries, including the free planning guide. And now is a great time to give them a call. Call anytime night or day, 503 747
3: All right, we teased a little bit with the first two clues of the quote, and uh, everybody in the studio is baffled. Well, except for me, because I have it right in my hand here. Again, here's the quote. I'll just give clue number three, but uh, here's the quote. There is nothing more important than a good, safe, secure home. Clue number three. She and her husband attend church regularly, where he has been a Sunday school teacher for well over 50 years. That's clue number three. No idea. Still? Okay.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I keep getting distracted thinking so hard. <laughs> pulling me off the task here today of talking real estate, so I'm just going to ignore the clue <laughs> <laughs> and ignore the just whole wait for the answer. scenario uh, yeah, it's coming. and get back to our guest here, uh, Jeff, and our conversation about real estate and property management. What I'm thinking about, Jeff, is our audience, if they're like me, um, they might be thinking, you know, all of that use of real estate is for folks who have all kinds of disposable cash. So, can you tell us about some of your clientele? Who do you work with? What kinds of folks? What kinds of positions in life? Where does a person need to be economically in order to be considering this kind of investment?
4: Um, I mean, I, I guess a little bit of it kind of depends. I, I work with people on all different aspects. I got a phone call. Uh, this past week, uh, from somebody who uh, wants to get out of their neighborhood, uh, this is on the real estate side, want to get out of their neighborhood and, um, and move just to a different area. And so we spent some time talking with them and spent some time talking with a mortgage, a mortgage person. And as it kind of turns out in their situation, it just isn't going to make sense for them to buy a house right this minute. They need to wait a little bit longer. Uh, but we spent some time talking about that, and we'll continue to as we work with them. But it could be a year, year and a half process um, for them to get to the next property. But that's just kind of around their specifics. Um, you know, one another client actually talked with them probably the first time a year and a half ago, uh, trying to decide whether they should sell their house or not. Uh, they ended up having their daughter move into the house uh, for the past year. And she just contacted us recently and said, okay, my daughter's gonna move out and now I'm thinking about selling. And so we've had the conversation about selling that property or continuing to rent it to somebody else. Uh, and so we're in the midst of that conversation. Um, just this past week, we uh, met with some people that have several rental properties and they are at the point where they wanna start traveling a little bit more. And so they've managed them themselves uh, for the last, I don't know, 40, 40 years or so. And uh, they're going to begin to turn those over to us to take care of them. So we've taken the first one over, uh, and are actually currently marketing it for mm-hmm. rent. Um, and, and they actually live down the street from the house, but it's really for them. They want to start doing some other things and not having to worry about that property. Um, so, I mean, those are just examples. Some just this past week that we've been working with.
0: And it sounds like what we're what you're talking about here is everyday folks running up against everyday problems and everyday life transitions somewhere in there there may be ways in which the real estate the house comes into play either in terms of "Mm, it's time that we need to move on or hey you know we might actually be able to use this place to help answer to help problem solve our current situation
4: exactly yeah there's really a lot of options with real estate, from my perspective, mm-hmm. it's just a matter of kind of talking through the different options and, and what someone's trying to accomplish.
0: What I appreciate about our conversation today is that you've really brought it down to the common everyday level. This is this; these are everyday folks that you're talking about, not folks who have big for- portfolios and and a lifetime of financial investments that now they're ready to turn into real estate investments. Mm-hmm. You're talking about everyday folks who have mm. options yep. in front of them that they can investigate with you n- without I- any commitment, without necessarily needing that to be ready to take a- action. They can start now talking to you and building a plan. It might take a while. They may not yep. be able to enact that plan immediately, but you can start helping them put those pieces in place and move towards those goals.
4: Yeah, and I find that people do end up typically coming away from the conversation with much more peace of mind Mm -hmm. that, okay, we've talked about the real estate piece of their life, and we can kind of map out, okay, here's probably the direction that makes most sense for Mm. you to go. I like that. And they end up Mm kind of coming away from the conversation with a sense of peace and a little bit more direction Mm -hmm. of, okay, I'm not going to worry about this for the next year, and then we'll take this step.
0: And let me say, in my field again, as a psychologist, things that bring us peace, things that reduce that anxiety, that's a tremendous service. People pay uh, lots of money to come to people to help them get that Mm. kind of peace. And with with what you're saying is, hey, give us a call. We can help you get there.
3: It's free.
4: Yeah, it's
0: free.
3: I like that a lot, and I want to put in this perspective that uh, Dr. Denise and I have met Jeff through association with the Christian Chamber, fully named uh, Christian Chamber of Commerce Northwest, and uh, so the the members of that group um, sign or agree to a code of ethics, and it's uh, it it is uh, uh, how do I say far and above what would be required in just in a normal workplace or a normal business association. And as I read through each of those points of that code of ethics, I think this is the kind of a person that I want to do business with. Because if they're agreeing to these things, and it's, you know, it's biblically based character issues. It's how we communicate with people, how we treat people. It's the respect that we have and how we manage our finances. And and it's, it's just very, very healthy. So that's why, Jeff, I I appreciate you being able to come in. Now, I want to also introduce to our audience that you are a new sponsor for Second Half Now. And uh, so we'll be developing some of the uh, radio spots that people will hear on a regular basis. Plus, we'll be having you come in for few minute intervals or we might do it on the phone but some specific issues that you can draw attention to so when our people continue to tune in and listen to this show week after week or you can line them up on friday night and just uh hit the click button you know the start button on your computer and just listen to what what do they call that when they have a you know you, you have mash you know for <laughs> six hours anyway you can a keep marathon it, a marathon yeah. yes right all that content and uh, so that, that's why I appreciate it. So our, our listeners will be able to, to uh, hear again your information, and we'll have updates and uh, new information uh, each time. So I, I appreciate that. So um, I think maybe it's, uh, wow, are we close to the uh, time for the revealing of the name? We still have everybody. Roger the engineer, do you know uh, the answer to the clues? You do? Okay. All right. All right. All right. Well, let's Roger. do that. This is the feature called Who Said That? And I'm going to do the quote again and all of the clues. And if that doesn't ring a bell or strike something, then I'm just going just to give you the answer. All right. Here is the quote. Who said that? There is nothing more important than a good, safe, secure home. Clue number one, she is the wife of a prominent American political figure who is now retired Most 50-plus people know her name quite well, but not by her real first name, which is Eleanor. Clue number two, she was actively involved in important causes at the various levels of her husband's career. These causes included women's issues, mental health, aging, and disabilities. Clue number three, she and her husband attend church regularly, where he has been a Sunday school teacher for well over 50 years. The answer, uh, <laughs> Roger is showing it through the glass in the studio here. Yes, he's right. It's uh, Rosalind Carter oh, or Rosalind. Oh, there sure we I... go. Yeah. And her first name is Eleanor. Eleanor, I didn't know that. Rosalind, and Rosalind Carter. And Jimmy Carter is still, to this day, teaching Sunday hmm. school. Okay. In, in a church in Plains, Georgia. Now, he moves around a little bit, and he doesn't teach every Sunday. Hmm. But there you go. So
0: You didn't stump Roger, Dan.
3: No. Well, Roger's pretty smart. I, it's hard to get anything past him. So I want to make sure that we have left for our listeners um, a couple of possible ways to get in touch with Jeff, uh, because he is offering a free consultation with his professional experience and expertise, and I think that's very, very valuable uh, first of all, if you remember nothing else, you can go to our website, secondhalfnow.com, and you can uh, submit a contact uh, form or communication form. And again, bear with us. Uh, we have somebody who's going to be starting to um, upgrade and update everything on the website pretty soon. So you can just still use a contact form and just say, hey, what was Jeff's name and uh, how do I get in touch with him? Otherwise, uh, Jeff, why don't you give us uh, your web address and your phone number? People can uh, get the back of an envelope and a pen and write it down right now so they can give you that call.
4: Yeah, so our website is probably the easiest thing to go to, and that's just www. The number dot propertiescom So 247properties.com. And that's plural,
3: properties, okay. Yep.
4: yep. Uh, our office number is 503 uh, 482 If somebody wanted to call our office as well.
3: Okay, and we'll have uh, logo and other information on our website once we uh, get that up and going. Yeah, well, it's been so good to have you uh, uh, in here today, Jeff. And uh, uh, we'll be setting up times for you to come back and and give our little snippets of uh, contact information. Thank you for having me. All right, second half now, a radio show for Boomers and Beyonders. Thanks for listening today, right here on KKPZ 1330. The truth.
2: Thanks for listening to Second Half Now with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan on KKPZ 1330 The Truth, sponsored by Dignity Memorial. To hear the rest of this program, find out more about the topics discussed today or ask questions, visit secondhalfnow.com. That's secondhalfnow.com. Tune in next Monday at 5.30 p.m. for more tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on.